It is Thursday. Welcome to Max Sports. This is the fourth episode of the week. We got two preseason football games we're going to be talking about. And then I got three teams that I think might be a little overhyped when it comes to how fan bases are treating their off seasons. Let's get into it. To start things off, we're going to go through the two preseason games that are going to be happening this Thursday night. To start things off, the Houston Texans are going to be playing at the New England Patriots. The interesting thing about this game is that we're going to see the debut of rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud in his first professional football game. Now, again, it is preseason, but we are going to be seeing him for the first time. I'm very excited for this one because, again, I always love seeing the next generation of players, and it'll be really fun to see Stroud really get his first chance on the field. Houston is favored in this game, which you can definitely tell it's a preseason game because the Texans are favored over the Patriots in a game, but it does mean that they do have faith in Stroud, and I can't wait to see him play. They kick off at 7 p.m. on NFL Network. The game after that at 10 p.m. on NFL Network is Vikings at Seahawks. Another interesting one, these are both teams that are going to be playoff contenders in most people's eyes. I assume most of the starters won't be getting a a ton of action, but I do think that there are some rookies that I would like to see. Devin Witherspoon, potentially, and Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Seattle Seahawks are two names of skill position receiver and a skill position corner that I think I would really like to see play as well. So, who do I think are going to win these? Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter, and you really don't know. But here, if I if you need a prediction, I'll take the Patriots, and I will take the Seahawks to win both of these games. Um, I also think that they're probably a little more experienced and ready for the playoffs. They're going to have a little more depth than the Texans might. And the Vikings are a weird one for me. I, I want to do an in-depth episode on them or maybe an in-depth segment on them on what their expectations should be for this year. But... I'm not really sure what to think about them. So I, I think I like the Seahawks roster a little more than the Vikings. So that is where we're at with our preseason games. Let me know if you're going to be watching these. I don't know if I necessarily will be seeing a ton of them, but I definitely will be checking out some film and some highlights on them for our Friday episode. However, again, it is preseason football. Football is back, and I am so excited for the regular season to start in just a couple weeks. I have three teams that are riding the hype train right now. I want to explain what each passenger is doing to deserve the hype or get on the hype. And then I'll explain if I think they'll be able to meet the hype or if uh, maybe they're a little overrated on what their expectations might be for this year. To start things off, our first team that is definitely on the hype train is none other than the New York Football Giants. Yes, some might have thought the Jets. Well, they might be around later. I think that the New York Giants are definitely a little overhyped this season when it comes to their expectations. Yes, they made it to the divisional round of the playoffs last year, but if we really look at the roster, it was an overachieving roster in a weaker NFC last year. Daniel Jones is returning on an extension. Saquon Barkley got an extension, and they added Darren Waller to their receiving core. But... I still look at some of the pieces on this offense, and I have questions. The offensive line is decent, but it's not great. 
The run game, as long as Saquon stays healthy, should be solid. But the receiving room, I still don't have a lot of trust in Sterling Shepard coming off of his like fifth ACL tear, it feels like. You, you would think for how many knee injuries he's had, he probably has like three or four legs. But no, he has had a lot of injury concerns, and he's their number one option at receiving. Uh, Darren Waller, again, has had his own share of injuries. So I do have some concerns when it comes to the Giants' ability to pass the ball. And I do have questions with Daniel Jones. Now, he's never really had a ton of elite receiving, so Waller could help prove that wrong when it comes to his passing ability. But I don't think anyone has seen enough of Daniel Jones to prove that he could be some Pro Bowl-level quarterback that can lead a team consistently to the postseason. Brian Dayball made some miracles in his first season with the New York Giants, but I don't necessarily believe that this is something that's going to be a, a consistent basis. I think Washington has a better roster. However, I think they're missing a couple things when it comes to high-end talent. Like, I think Saquon Barkley is probably the best player between the two teams, but I think Washington has more depth, and I think they have more talent throughout the team. Dallas and Philly are still going to be really good contenders. I mean... There's a lot of teams in the NFC that I think got better, while I think the Giants kind of just re-signed the same talent they've always had. So again, whether it's injuries, whether it's just talent performing, I have a hard time believing, honestly, that the Giants will be repeating and going to the postseason again next season. Another team that I think might be on the hype train is the New York Jets. Wow, I hit both of the New York teams. Huh, interesting. Now, when it comes to the New York Jets, yes, there is hype and it is deserved when you get a franchise quarterback like Aaron Rodgers on your team. They were a team that almost made the postseason last year, despite having the inconvenience of Zach Wilson as your starting quarterback. But now they've gone out in the offseason, gotten one of the most experienced names there is, and it looks like they are supposed to be lining up for a Super Bowl run in their eyes. Now, last time I've heard Super Bowl run and the Jets was when Rex Ryan said that in the early 2000s. He guaranteed a Super Bowl win in 2011, and they didn't even make the playoffs. So hopefully nobody's doing that in, in New York because we remember how it went last time. I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he can be a huge upgrade to this team. The only thing I worry about is durability with Rodgers. He's already pulled a hammy in practice. He's older. And... Honestly, if he gets hurt or misses any time, the roster is going to look exactly like it did last year with some Green Bay Packers receivers added along. I worry that this is something that is going to be a continuous thing if he has little nagging injuries. He is in his 40s. He's an older player, and if he cannot stay healthy, I am very worried about the future of this team. They've invested a lot in win-now moves, and if Rodgers is unavailable, this could be a problem. Now, Rodgers hasn't always had a big injury concern, and he's not really a dual-threat mobile quarterback, so you got to worry about him taking unnecessary hits. But, again, Rodgers came off of a eh, not-so-great season himself in Green Bay where he struggled, and that could have been blamed on injuries as well. Some said it was his throwing finger. Injuries. So either he didn't perform as well or he had injury concerns. Bottom line is he is hitting 40. He could have a, a really bad season. We saw what happened with Drew Brees when he hit 40. Not everyone is Tom Brady and not everyone's going to play till they're 52. So I do have some concerns about the longevity of Aaron Rodgers. But other than that, I think that the hype 
is somewhat justified getting a franchise quarterback like that for a team that was so close to the postseason. They just needed starting quarterback level talent. My final team is none other than the Chicago Bears. Now, why are the Chicago Bears going to be our third team on the hype train? Well, maybe it's just me living in the Midwest and I'm too close to Chicago media, even though I am in Michigan. Um, I have seen so much stuff around the Chicago Bears and all sorts of hype. So I hear some Chicago Bears talking like they weren't the worst team in all of football last year. Justin Fields, I will say, has a lot of promise. I do like Justin Fields as a prospect. However, people trying to compare him to other things, him being on the NFL top 100 player list, I've heard some people saying he was better than Trevor Lawrence. This is ridiculous. It is very, very dumb. Justin Fields is a highlight quarterback as of right now. He is a turnover machine. He can't find the right reads sometimes. He misses the easy passes. I've watched him, and several times my Detroit Lions have been able to beat him. It's because he makes a great highlight play, but when it comes down to it in crunch time, he decides to make a dumb play. Again, 17 passing touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Not very good. How about nine fumbles in the regular season? How about 55 sacks? Those are plays that are easily, you could consider them turnovers. In today's league where offense is always given the benefit of the doubt when it comes to penalties and catches, yeah, the fact that you gave up 55 sacks, those, in my eyes, I view them as turnovers. Because a sack where it's now third and 15, that's pretty much a punting opportunity. So I like the fact that the that they have a young prospect in Justin Fields. I'd rather have someone like him as opposed to being the Arizona Cardinals and starting Colt McCoy at, at the beginning of the season. But I still have my concerns. I need to see this jump before we can start putting the Bears as this playoff contender, as this team that's going to, to win a playoff game or win the division. I think that there is some reason to be excited for this team. He's a good, young, exciting quarterback. He makes highlight plays. He's probably one of the best athletes in football. However, they were the worst team in the NFL for a reason, and no matter how good your offseason off is, it's going to be very difficult to just all of a sudden, boom, be a playoff contender. So I want to know what you guys think. Those are my three teams on the hype train. Some other teams I was considering, considering, yes, I was considering my Detroit Lions because they have had a lot of hype this offseason. They have had a very good offseason, and they're building off of a winning season where they went 9-8. and eight. So that could be a reason why there is a lot of hype. I do think that they've kind of heard a lot of smoke before I've seen any results. Again, this is a team that hasn't gotten a, a playoff win in my entire lifetime, so Again, I need to see it before I'm going to always believe in the hype. But again, there's reason to be excited. Another team that I feel like has a little bit of hype is the Baltimore Ravens. Those were two that just missed the cut. The Ravens, again, have big names. Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., J.K. Dobbins. They always have a solid defense, and they're always known for making the postseason. 
I do worry, though, that in a tough AFC, did they really improve enough to get back into the wild card? I'm not sure, and I worry about Lamar's durability. So, those were teams that I think are a little overhyped right now. It was the Giants, it was the Jets, and it was the Bears. What do you think about those teams? Again, I'm not saying that they're going to fall flat on their face, but I'm saying the media, whether that's the reason why, or fan bases, are kind of pushing these teams a little more than I think they'll really be able to meet expectations. When it comes to the Jets, I could see them as a solid wildcard team, or at least a team with a winning record. They could push for the division if injuries happen, or if certain games go their way, but they have a gauntlet of a schedule. For the Giants, I look at it as a team that kind of just brought back everything that they already had in a year where they already kind of overachieved. And I do have some concerns over if they're going to be able to repeat that or not. And then when it comes to the Bears, they're a team that has a lot of promise, but they really haven't proven anything yet. So I don't really want to put them in this divisional hunt team if they really haven't shown me they can get more than five wins in a season. So that is my list. What do you think about it? I'd love to know your thoughts. Feel free to comment it on my Spotify in my comment section or check out my Facebook page. The link to that is in the description of my Spotify as well. Check out my Facebook page. Follow me there. You get updates on when I make new episodes, when I send out new uh, memes or uh, stories that didn't make it onto the episode throughout the day. I try and be on there to chat with you guys. I love talking sports with people. And again, you want someone to just chat with you uh, on sports for a lunch break? I got several fans that love chatting with me on all sorts of sports topics. So again... Thank you for all for listening. It's been a great day. It's been a great episode. I will see you for the Friday episode where we will do a recap on both of those games, and I will kind of tell you which preseason games I'm excited for this weekend. Adios, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.